Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, my good people. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Oh, there's derbies galore this weekend in the Premier League, and Newcastle host West Ham. Come on in, one and all. It's the Football Ramble. Jim and Peter are by my side. Thursday edition. Damn right. Hi. <laughs> Hi, listeners. Hi, Marcus. That's Hi, Jim. Block- Hi, Bet365. Blockbuster Jim Campbell there. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Before we talk about any of that Premier League or Champions League nonsense, there were some right goings on at Villa Park last night. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we've mentioned this in every show since we started, but the Championship is bloody amazing, isn't it? <laughs> Once referred to as the Championship League by Pete Donaldson, which is quite <laughs> nice. Uh, which is uh, quite nice. I quite enjoyed the fact that like uh, three goals were scored in the first 10 minutes. It was just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. It just got better than, than that even. Yeah, I think there was a period where there was, I don't know, like, four minutes without a goal and then when <laughs> and when Villa went uh, I think maybe uh, Abraham got his fourth and mm. Commentary went well it's about time we had another goal Joe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lolly's strike was an absolute pick of the bunch wasn't oh. it and, uh, and the, the, the fifth um, El Ghazi was it for, mm. for Aston Villa that was a delightful yeah. one but yeah, Forrest down to ten men and Matt, you know Villa go 5-4 yeah. up and you think okay they've they've finally Got there, and Forrest had said, another one. Yeah, ex-Villa man Lewis Graben as well getting yes. the equaliser, and also it was incredibly calm mm. given the <laughs> given the context. I know. Seven seven shots for the away side. Yeah, they put away every direct shot. Five shots on target, and they put them all away. Um, Twenty five shots Aston Villa took. Yeah, in total, they scored a fifth of their. Shots. They scored a fifth of their shots. Uh, yeah, well, they did have a. Uh, they, they, they Tammy was <laughs> disappointed he didn't get six goals. That, that's how yeah. good that game was. I, I there were ten goals, and there were actually two goals, wasn't there? Uh, <laughs> yeah. so one of them was Tammy Abraham yeah. as well, wasn't it? I'm not sure mm. the other one was. Yeah, he would have got his fifth. Of oh, that of, it was I mean, it was it, it rightly ruled off for uh, out for offside. I, I don't know. I feel like if. If a game goes above a certain score before half time, it's almost like offside shouldn't count anymore in the second <laughs> half. You know what I mean? You, you want Shut that. It down. You want those games, the occasional mad ones like uh, when Portsmouth and, and Reading was that was that seven four in the Premier League. There was, I think Arsenal <laughs> and Reading had a seven three or a seven four in the seven in the, five. Um, it might have been cup at one point as yeah. well. Like, uh, yeah, sometimes you get those mad games where the ball just seems to be like magnetised into the net and I, I'm all for it yeah it's Sir Alex Ferguson's last game in charge Manchester yeah, United 5 all draw yeah. with West Brom <laughs> I think they were 5-2 or 5-3 up at, at one point but yes wonderful stuff at Villa Park Incredible. I love it I love it we had PSG versus Liverpool Barcelona yeah. playing Spurs into None that of them was the one that was the one <laughs> um, but yeah lovely for Tammy Abraham to get a haul uh, good in the air, Tammy Abraham. I always forget mm. that mm. about old Tammy. Um, but there we are. Right. That, I mean, that had to start the show. <laughs> yeah. Damn it all. We'll now move on to the small matter of the Premier League, where there are a number of derbies this weekend. We'll start with Arsenal versus Spurs. Mm. Spurs 
will fancy this. They were they they beat Inter one nil at Wembley. It was my turn to go because Luke's away. <laughs> <laughs> And Spurs shifting. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, Spurs were very good. And they, they certainly deserved the win. And they are looking very good at the moment. Pochettino believes that they can go to Barcelona and get a win to progress mm-hmm. to the knockouts. You wouldn't put it past them. You have to believe that, don't you? Because otherwise you will probably not come back at all. No, that's right. <laughs> I mean, Barcelona are already through. But the way Spurs... I mean, you know what? Inter annoyed me a little bit. The yeah. way Spurs players, they took... I don't know. They laboured at times, didn't they? Trying to get that breakthrough. They, they worked very hard, but oh, they deserved very it. hard. But yeah, well, yeah, because Inter basically played for the based on the yeah. The Inter played for the draw. Yeah. You know, and they've got some decent defensive players, but they've got some good offensive players. You've got Perisic, Icardi, for crying out loud. I was thinking, I'm looking forward to seeing these players. They offered nothing really <laughs> <Yeah>. going forward. <laughs> Inter had a good support as well, pretty vocal. And you think, oh come on, I know that a draw would have would have been a decent point for mm. Inter. Yeah, I've I've always maintained this, and I, th- I believe from previous conversations you agree with me, Marcus. Like, try me. I, I don't get Inter. Yeah, I, I mean, know, I know yeah, they're yeah. like one of the giants <laughs> of European football. I'm just not feeling very it. big of you. I'm just do you know what you're There's something actually... about them? I can't get on board. <laughs> AC Milan, love them. Juventus, like them, despite all the horrible things that they've done. <laughs> Napoli, there's a bit of... about it. Yeah. Napoli, you understand? Even Sampdoria, yeah. Fiorentina, we'll have all them. Yeah, I know what you mean. Valencia, <laughs> Dortmund, <laughs> Santos, all around the world. It just Moiton United, cold. you know. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a strange one with Inter. I, I totally get what you mean. Hopefully our listeners will, because I can't really unpack that further. No, it's just one of those emotional <laughs> things like, yeah. Uh-huh. But they, they, you know, when, and it's always pleasing, I think. Obviously, I wanted Spurs to win. I'm a little bit old-fashioned, usually, with that kind of thing, wanting the English side to win in, in European competition. But when they scored, there was obviously great jubilation and relief. And when a side as good as Inter goes away, and if, look, if, if, if it's Cardiff away to Man City, defend, boys. Yeah. Fill your boots with that, you know. Whereas Inter away at, uh, at Spurs, and it's at Wembley as well. Yeah. What an mm. occasion. Mm. You've got a good uh, set of supporters who have travelled you know, from Italy, you would, you know, largely, I would have thought. And you turn up and you offer another. And when, when Spurs score late on, Inter to try and reverse that, to try and go, yeah. right, now we, you, you know, Inter's still favourites to go through because Spurs I need to I thought the pitch looked or... quite heavy at times. Oh, but that's the, mm. yeah, all the, the recent mm. business that's going on there. Yeah. I'll tell you who was excellent, though. Suzuko. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk of it. And actually from within the squad as well, like sort of bigging him up, which is, you know, Mm -hmm. I suppose nice to see because he gets a lot of criticism from, well, me personally as well as (laughs) lots of other people. But, you know. He brought the deadlock. He he ran it in turn. He was great. kind of lost their minds. Yeah, I think that sort of changed your position because he was often played as a wide man, wasn't he, at times? And now he's... uh... A lot of players like that kind of um, flourish when they move into the Mm -hmm. centre. He was never at his best at Newcastle when he was out wide. I know that that much yeah well at Spurs obviously he was playing with Harry Winks mm. the sort of the base of midfield Winks had a good game as well actually uh, but Suzuka yeah really really good and and when you have a player like that when he fancies it which I'd say these days it looks more likely I mean again he was great against Chelsea that's two big performances he was signed for 30 million pounds he's two on a ridiculous ago, amount of money two years ago he should be up for it in the Champions no, 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 League now. Of course. Yes, Pete. Yes. <laughs> no, of course. But I'm saying that for whatever reason, he is now putting in more of a shift. And Ben Davis yeah. was in... Uh, He's moved to Arsenal's on. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he used to put a shift in. It was on the telly. Yeah. As my little rhyme, and it's a soccer used to live in Newcastle United, uh-huh. give it some welly when you're not on the telly. Yeah. That's all yeah. I'm asking. It's a big game, big right. occasion. The well, theory checks out. Spurs are on the telly a bit more than yeah, Newcastle. Exactly. Yeah, Maybe that's it. That's Maybe all that's he... Giving it the Wellington. Does he want to be a TV presenter? <laughs> after football? Is this what this is? 
<laughs> you also get a punditry job, yeah. The Gary Lineker role. Remember when he was caught on a um, on a lens when it was at the World Cup or something, doing his jogs, doing his shuttle runs, yeah. and he saw the camera. He saw on the and camera sped and sped up oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like Pavlov's dog or something. You know? So there's the camera. Right, he just goes into it, just speeds up a bit more. Yeah, yeah. I, look, he's playing well. Ben Davis was in the the media recently saying that. The, the, the abuse he's been getting from Spurs fans as well yeah. has affected him and mm. I think we are seeing him uh, fancy it a bit more but yeah. there is I mean look we've never denied that there's a player in there for crying yeah. out loud even old Petey Donaldson yeah. would say I mean, that he's, he's most craven Jim he is re- <laughs> he's reacting to it in exactly the right way isn't he I think the um if you look at any Instagram account of any, if you look at the Instagram account of any modern footballer, it's it's just criticism. If it's not from their own fans, it's from somewhere else. So yeah. like, it's going to affect you. And he's obviously reacted to that in the right, right way. So fair play to it. As the old adage ad ad goes, you're only as good as your last two games. <laughs> <laughs> His form is excellent for two games. You'll have missed this, Marcus, because you're at the stadium. But there was a strange moment in commentary when um, when Christian Eriksen scored the goal, mm. and Robbie Savage was commentating for BT Sport, and he said, I can imagine there was. Yeah, just, yeah, and he said, oh, there he goes, he's put it into the top corner. And it's like, no, he didn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't in the top It's hard what? to see when you're Come in there, you know. To be fair, if, if Savage is saying that, that's, that's really yeah, not that let's bad. Let's not give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I realise as we were, we, we were having a, a little digger into there, I'm drinking out of an AC Milan. You are. Yeah, I'm yeah. literally mugging off into Berezi it. six. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, apparently, another interesting stat was from the commentary, which is um, every fixture between Inter and Spurs has been a home win. Oh, is that right? So, yeah, they're, they're good for a ding dong. Mm. But how do you, in how, their own yards? How do you fancy your chances this weekend, though? Um, it's a tough <laughs> one. This Arsenal—they were far better against Liverpool at mm. starting um, brightly, which they absolutely have to do against Spurs because you know they have such sort of talent in the in the front um, end of their team that you, you've got to do that at any point. And so Arsenal cannot afford to start slowly against them. I feel like if Arsenal play at their best for the whole game. They might be okay, but I think th- this is going to be tough. This is going to be <laughs> if tough. If Arsenal cause... play at their best for the whole game, they might be okay. Yeah, but I mean, it, that doesn't sound like too much to ask, does it? <laughs> but, but, like, that's what the best teams do, isn't it? I mean, Liverpool I know what you mean. do that. Like, it, 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 Arsenal have this weird issue of, of starting very slowly and they're, they're struggling to, to mm. get away, get out from under it. But the Liverpool game, they did do that. So clearly the stakes are a bit higher. They're mm. a little bit, bit more motivated. I think um, Torreira will be an important a factor in that in trying to sort of shut down Spurs in the middle it could yeah it's, it's a it's a it's a difficult one obviously Spurs are the favourites because um, mm-hmm. they're in such good form but it's one of those derbies isn't it where it's so emotive that yeah. if something mad happens I, early I, on you I never mean, know I, I know there'll be a lot of talk about Arsenal having to go to Ukraine this afternoon somewhere it, in Ukraine somewhere in Ukraine <laughs> yeah blimey yeah <laughs> and um and it, with, with, I guess the uh, I, I would definitely still go for for, for a home um, advantage with that one because I mean Spurs had to work really really hard to sort of carve that one out. So I don't know. I, well, Spurs have looked. They've had they've had two great results recently. Chelsea and Inter. They're, they're on one mm. at the moment. I think that's yeah, it. They're, 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 they're on one. And <coughs> excuse me. I know Arsenal are you know unbeaten in a, in a fair few games now. But my fear is that. Mm. Spurs missed a lot of chances against Chelsea. Yes, as we talked about, it could have been five or six. Inter defended well for most of it and then eventually Spurs got there. No. I don't think Arsenal have got the defensive capabilities no, of well, Inter. He, he started at, um, um, Emery started with the back three in the last game. Well, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. I mean, do, do you think he'll go for the 3-4-3? Three, three, I wonder he... if he started the back three mm-hmm. with this game in mind um, because mm. he hasn't used it. Um, I mean, he's, he's changed things around a fair bit but um, it's been a while since he's used that so I feel like um, 
yeah, you probably will, even at home, which I think is probably a good idea because, you know, you, you've got to you know, respect the, the talent that Spurs have. So. Sure. Although, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously different advantages with different positions, you know, but with a 4-2-3-1, you could have two in front sitting a bit more. Yeah, I, I mean, would, what would you prefer to see as an Arsenal fan against Spurs? 3-4-3, three, three, without Ozil, that, that would be quite obvious. Uh, well, I don't know if it would be. I wonder if he would come in from Mkhitaryan. Oh, oh, I don't know, but Ozil in the middle of a four. Um, Against Spurs, I don't think that would happen. Well, I think he'd be given a sort of freer role up top. Oh, you um, mean what? Like on a, on one of the flanks, but not really. Yeah, just yeah, drifting yeah. Sort of drifting around as he does, because Mkhitaryan is is travelling to to Kiev. I know that. So uh-huh. you would, and you know, he started ahead of Özil uh, the weekend. So I have mm. a feeling that uh, Özil will come back in and, and play like that. I would like to see a back three because just purely because. You know, Spurs are playing so well at the moment, and obviously Aubameyang can can hit you on the break, and he's just you know very reliable goal scorer. So I think that will be a smart way to play against them. Yeah, indeed, mm. yeah. Well, if you fancy Arsenal to take advantage of Spurs' strenuous Champions League match uh, in, in midweek, six to four, we we'll bet three six five uh, home win, ten pound returning twenty five quid. Yeah. So there we go. Um, something that that can unite Spurs and Arsenal fans is, of course, their former player, Sol Campbell, is back <laughs> in business. He's the new manager of Macclesfield Town, who are currently uh, bottom of League Two. Yeah, Paul Ince has been asking why Stephen Gerrard got the Rangers job while Sol Campbell had to start at Macclesfield. Uh, because he's quite mad. <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs> I don't want to see his overhead projector slides. <laughs> it would have been poetry... It would have been a soliloquy. It would have been all kinds of nonsense from Sol. He's quite mad. It, yeah, yeah he, he's, he's, he's yeah. quite mad, isn't he? But I mean, might work. But, I mean, they are work, the bottom of League Two. We've, we've now got finally got a chance to see him, you know, do his stuff. And I think you know we've we've laughed at how strange Sol is, or slash normal he is um, over the years. But he hasn't been given that chance, has he? And he's no. he's done his badges, and he's he's, he's put the work in. He's he, he was he worked with Trinidad and Tobago in mm-hmm. their World Cup qualifying campaign. It's not like he's just been sitting around. No, going, I, I, I want a definitely job agree with him. He's 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 done what he needs to do to earn this chance. So um, it'd be really interesting to see what he can do I'm, now that he's been given it. Pressure, yeah, pressure's off though, isn't it? Really, I yeah. mean they're at the bottom. They can can only go one way. So yeah, I am glad. I'm glad he's got the job definitely because as you say, he's he, he's certainly not lacked in keenness, has he? No, for crying out loud, it will be fascinating to see. More ramble it. content, enjoyable. Yeah, that, that's really what we enjoy, isn't it? Mm. Uh, Liverpool are at home to Everton, eh? How about that? It's the Merseyside derby. It Three be... derbies on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, this should be a good one. Um, uh, Klopp's clan lost uh, 2-1 to PSG. Uh, Klopp wasn't best pleased with their apl- apparent play acting during the match. I, I, I thought to myself, well, are you that surprised? I understand that can still annoy you. Yeah, you know, let's not be silly here. But this is a this is a a, a man who's what, reached what two Champions League finals, a Europa League final as well. I mean, he must be aware. So Thomas Tuchel, PSG manager, said that oh, he's just trying to deflect attention yeah, away, which I think is probably truth. Yeah, old Tommy Tuchel. Yeah, um, <laughs> Tommy Tuchel. Yeah, I, I think you know. I mean, they've lost all of their away games in the Champions League group, so. Klopp needs to distract from that. You know, I mean, the finalists last year is a it's a big drop off, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's he, to it's me a tough group, obviously. But it's still. a very tough group. But to me, if you look at the way Liverpool are playing in the Premier League and the Champions League, he's prioritising the Premier League this mm. season. There's, yeah. there's no doubt about that. And and I think he should. You know, if you have to prioritise one for me, that's that's what they should do. It Especially was, what happened last season, it was such a disappointment. And yeah. to motivate players to kind of get as far as that again, mm. um, bearing in mind the squad's pretty much the same, would mm-hmm. be a real kind of like, oh, is this going to happen again? Yeah. It it would almost be they would almost be on a hiding and nothing getting to the mm. final again or getting the semi final and just falling. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Dreadful. I mean, and the way they played last season. <coughs> excuse me. Um, great attacking of Verde and all yeah. the rest of it. This season, he's prioritised the defence. You know, yeah. the stats back that up. They've only conceded five goals mm. in the league this season. The same as Manchester City. Yeah. Whereas I think they're the fourth 
top scorers. But they're not lacking goals. Yeah, for but it's, it's not quite the barrage it was. And no. it, I read an interesting piece of analysis from Stephen Warnock um, mm. about that, where um, he made the point that um, the midfield runners, um, you, you know, your GG One Aldams and, and the likes, and the James Milners, they're not um, they're not advancing past the front three. No, when they're attacking, yeah, they're holding that. back a lot more, and obviously that means they're a lot less uh-huh. fluent because there are just fewer options for those players. So it mm-hmm. might look like Firmino, Salah, and um, Mane aren't as you know aren't quite the barrage they were, but it's because they've got less help up there. Which which would explain maybe why Salah has not scored as many. I mean, again, not lacking in goals, but people have thought, hang on, what's what's the matter with him this season? Yeah. Well, if you look at the whole approach that Liverpool have taken this season, you know, Warnock's right in his analysis that, yeah. that Liverpool are also playing like more longer balls this, yeah. this season as well. And I think with Klopp, you know, defence was the problem. I mean, what were they, 25 points off Manchester City last yeah. season? Now, I know Manchester City romped it, but 25 points yeah, off the Yeah, that's the thing, top. isn't it? It feels like, you know, because they came second, they came close, but they, they really didn't. Mm. Yeah, and no, they fu- finished fourth last season. Yeah, so, but I mean, sorry, of course they did. Yeah. What am I talking about? That's all right. I know what you mean. You're second they were in the up Champions there. Well, that's it. I mean, there's, yeah. there's the perception. That's because you think mind. they were above Spurs and Manchester United, but they weren't. Yeah, no, they weren't. Believe all. it or not, Manchester United finished second last season. Yeah, God, Jesus. Another direct side. So strange. But Liverpool. They they were they were never going to win the league at any point last season. And I know you can say that of anybody, but but the fact is that you can say that about them. And Klopp's thinking, right, it's been far too long. Klopp mm. wants to deliver the Premier League title. Yeah. It's always the number one thing. You know, maybe apart from PSG or Real Madrid or something like that. But you know the old the old uh, cliche. And he's prioritising defence, and it's reaping the rewards in it the is. Premier League. They're just two points off Manchester City mm. after 13 games. And that is such an achievement it this is. season. Yeah. Possibly even if that situation had been replicated last season, that would have been that wouldn't have been as much of a surprise. I think this time round, mm. that's they're even better. Yeah, exactly. In that, in that particular situation. And mm. I think there's probably a feeling of right. Let's protect the back four a bit more, and mm. the front three. Well. They're so yeah. good, you know that they'll they'll still get us through. Yeah, and yeah. and you know by and large, you know it's not been it's not been shocking. I mean the the, the loss away to Red Star um, in Serbia, you know, was was a little bit disappointing. Mm. But you know they're still alive, and and, and a win against Napoli, a one nil win, or, or or if it's not one nil, then by more than two mm. at home at Anfield, and they've been strong at Anfield. Yeah, and also I mean the thing that's worth noting as well is you know it's not like they don't know how to play that game still. They were so good at it, mm. and they look so relaxed and natural in it that perhaps what they're doing is is figuring out a slightly different style of play at this stage of the season mm-hmm. to then mix it up a bit later on. And obviously, you know, the style they were playing really, really takes it out of you. So if, perhaps maybe they're saving some in the tank yeah, maybe. For, for over Christmas when it gets really... <laughs> yeah. like, all right, you know, we're going to, you know, set ourselves to blitz and just like smash teams for like a couple of games <laughs> and hold off again. Did you... Uh, speaking of... I could be a football manager. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the, uh, the Merseyside derby this weekend, you see John Pickford uh, getting the rave on in midweek. Was it in this? Really? What, with the he South was getting King? the rave on with the. With, it was like a raving fit event at a free school, and he just came down and did a bit of DJing. Oh, did he? Getting nice. the rave on. That's nice. That's very good. JPEX. Yeah, it was only a, what, a couple of weeks ago when he was at a gig. I forget if it was like the Cortinas or something, and everyone was singing the, you know. Uh, the, the the Gareth Southgate chant for the Atomic oh, yeah. Kitten song and he was getting involved and I love that man I love him he's great he's really really great but he's going to be um, going to be uh, they'll need him at his best uh, Everton you would think uh, because despite all that Liverpool are still uh, flipping good I did just briefly before we move on from, from Liverpool I did like it when Klopp was moaning about uh, uh, Paris Saint-Germain's uh, play acting and so because Liverpool were given six yellow cards they said even Joe Gomez got a yellow card he's the nicest boy on the planet but he was close to getting a red it's like yeah, I mean, I this is not a court not, of law. Have you seen him off pitch? No, that's yeah. a yellow card. You don't get booked for your personality, <laughs> do you? 
Unless you're Joey Barton. I like the fact that he, I like the, the idea, the image, if you will, of him saying that quote while sort of going, so erotic. I'm so erotically charged right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, the bloke in his voice. So, There's a really erotic, erotic voice in my voice. In my ear. Mm. Please, once again. <laughs> Yark, comma. Um... <laughs> Um, after a fairly average start to the season, though, Everton have picked things up. They only lost once in the last seven, which was away to Manchester United. And Marcus Silva seems to have settled on his starting eleven yeah. of late. Mm. Uh, Gomez and Gay providing a platform for Sigurdsson. Got a lot of running in there. Gay's a very good player. Yeah, but uh, ball uh, winning the ball back. <laughs> the ball running. will be involved. The ball will be involved, you'd imagine, <laughs> uh, with, with those Everton midfielders. Uh, and Sigurds are getting forward. We know what he can do. Yeah. Well, he I loves mean, a goal, that man. Is, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is what they've lacked, isn't it? Sigurdsson's really suffered from that as well. Like, um, in the past few seasons, they've felt like a sort of, like just this jigsaw with bits missing. And yeah. It's very difficult to make any sense of it. But now they look really settled in the squad and, mm-hmm. you know, who, who does what and what positions are filled. And, Good. I mean, it's what they what they wanted when they spent all that money. It's yeah, exactly, taken a while yeah. to settle down. I think they could cause Ever- uh, Everton, uh, Liverpool, a few problems. Actually, they could cause yeah. Everton a few problems. <laughs> well, as well. They could cause themselves. Their destiny's <laughs> in their own hands in many ways. <laughs> uh, indeed, it is. Uh, shall we have some emails with Big Pete? Uh, we can have some emails if you fancy it. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, as always, it's shortthefootballramble.com. Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Got mail. We got an email from Oliver. Oliver Watson. Hello, Ramblers. I'm a little bit suspicious. Luke happens to be away at the exact same time. Old Ari is loading it up in the jungle. <laughs> Why? I ask myself. Number one, Luke is either uh, indeed so full of hatred for the man who took his club back to where they belong, League Two, that he fled the country in order to avoid old Ari's renaissance. Uh, two, he sat at home, locked behind thick curtains, covered in droppings of uh, weak old pizza, lapping up every minute of the jungle because secretly he loves Mr. Car Window with all of his being. As Shakespeare would say, Luke. Dust protest too much when old Ari is about out and about. Um, or number three, have you ever seen Harry and Luke in the same room? <laughs> or yeah. Jungle or Pizza Hut? I don't know why you so mentioned Pizza Hut. Is, uh, did, does is, Luke is like pizza? I don't know. Everyone likes pizza, right? Yeah, it's probably I mean, a safe bet, isn't it? As <laughs> a, a bit of characterisation. Fair do. That's true. Although, although Harry Redknapp is in Australia now, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah. Why, if Luke wanted to watch more of Redknapp, I don't know why Luke would... <laughs> oh, no, that, on that point, Luke's in his Living room, which Just, for oh, right, some yeah. reason the curtains drawn. Oh, I see. So yeah. where is he? I mean, it's on, on at night, isn't it? So I guess the curtains would be drawn. That's true <laughs> enough. All right, crack on. Um, Barry Williams says, "Hi Ramblers, don't know if you're interested in more egging stories. Absolutely Always up for an egging story. Uh, but I was once egged by a school friend who went on to be a professional footballer, Tommy Mutton of Burnley and Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I don't know Tommy Mutton at all. I'm sure. I actually, I, I, Do you no, I don't know that no. name. But I would, I would wager. Maybe this is me being a little bit short-sighted, but that there. A high proportion of, of Premier League footballers are ex-school bullies. So I'd imagine they've done, they would have done a lot of egging between them. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't think a high proportion would be. Too, I think they'd be too focused on the football. You think? Mm. Yeah, and I don't. Th- I think. <laughs> but they're the alphas, aren't they? A lot of them. Like if, if, if you if you do well in, in the sports these days. Yeah. I'm not talking about these days. Oh right. Okay. Mm. Oh yeah. Because yeah. you did say ex. Yeah. If you've been egged by a footballer, <laughs> get in touch. Yeah, shortthefootballarmor.com. Uh, Alan Cohen's on touch. Pretty much we got had we had so many emails about this subject, so sorry if I haven't named you by name. Uh, but uh, did you read that story from um, Ireland, the uh, club who yes. declared that one of their players had died, but he hadn't? Yeah, I what? Did, I did, did you oh, see yeah. that, Jim? Oh, it was all over the place. Um, basically, the basics were um, Ballybrack FC. They're a team in the Leinster um, Senior League. Uh, in with a shout at top in the league as they've uh, got some games in hand uh, they weren't, weren't apparently reportedly allegedly oh my god we they probably don't have the money to sue us but they 
if, if they get, budget to us. If they get, yeah, exactly. If they're getting up this kind of shenanigans, uh, they weren't going to be able to get a full team together for their next game due to family events and also all kinds of nonsense going on. Uh, so they did what any of us would do in that position. Uh, they used the Stephen Island defence, a dead person who may not been dead. To be specific, Fernando, a former player who had in fact not died in, in a crash, uh, who had actually left the club and moved to uh, Galway. Uh, basically, he's attached to all of this information. Uh, but there was a field day on Facebook. Um, yeah. I think people had minute silences and stuff and, oh. and, and, and you know, it's it, it a horrible affair. Oh, but it no. turns out, well, it's, it's a happy ending. The player was not dead. So well done to that enterprising football team. I mean, it's not—it's not, it's not wow. a classic happy ending. I understand. <laughs> I understand that we're happy that the man's alive. Yeah, I guess. But so. it's not like yeah, not been resurrected. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, it's not like well done to the medical profession once again. It's yeah. Kind of like, I mean, did, did did somebody at the club they say, oh, "Where's old Fernando?" And they're like, oh, he's, he's dead to us now, and somebody misinterpreted that. Yeah. I, I can only imagine. Or I they put a imagine. hit on him and like remember? assumed that <clears throat> it had gone well, but something when, went awry. Do you remember when former World Cup? Winner, uh, no, not for World Cup winner Lothar Matthias was um, was 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 said to be dead, mm. and he was and he had to basically publicly come out. I know I'm still here now, at the time of recording. Lothar Matthias is alive, by the way. Um, but do you remember that? It was very strange. No, I don't actually. Oh, right, <laughs> I mean, right. evidently based on today, I don't remember a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Right in the second half, we're going to talk about Chelsea, Fulham, and Newcastle. See you in a moment. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The talk in the gents' toilets at halftime. Rashford's finishing. Alan? I don't want to hear any more of that. <laughs> Welcome I was, back. I was listening to that live and I thought, I've got to clip that. That's, <laughs> I love it. That's great. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show, everybody. Before we talk about Chelsea and Fulham and Newcastle and West Ham, we're going to talk about Southampton versus Manchester United. Sorry, Man United fans, but you're not getting away with it this time. <laughs> yeah, and Southampton fans. Because, you know, this is on at half past five on Saturday night and this has got the potential to ruin Saturday night. I was gonna... the... Watch it. Even be... in time zones where it's not even Saturday night. Watch it before you go out on a van. Big one, hey, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> I'm off to Cluj, so what will that be? Is it seven o'clock, eight o'clock, something like that? Uh, yeah. oh, that's prime hours. party time. Prime party time. Get the rave on. Why are you going to Cluj? That's in Romania for those mm. who don't know. I just, I might what, go watch some football. I'm just popping out. Pop one out there. Because, because you've just never been in the even, wor- even worse than that, uh, there was a sale on the flights um, in January. I'm flying on Friday afternoon to Istanbul. Going to spend... One evening there. This is what you're doing this t- well, tomorrow? No, this in January, as, oh, okay. as I explained. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Flying to Istanbul on the Friday, yeah, yeah. getting there about four o'clock, yeah. uh, and then spending Saturday there, uh-huh. and then flying back Sunday morning uh, because I'm an idiot. You love it, don't yeah. you? Sunday morning, getting there for my show at 2pm two, two, two in the afternoon, so that's what Were you um, inebriated when you booked the flight? No, I was just really excited, full of the joys of uh, winter, so I thought, oh God, <laughs> oh, that's what I've you're never doing been to Istanbul. I've never been to uh, Jim and Istanbul. I went to Rome for the day once. We did. Oh, you did? You, yeah, but you went to the Champions League final. <laughs> I mean, that is very different. 
Rome was visited in a day. Yes. Uh, but uh, where, so what What time's your flight? Which airport are you going from? What's the flight number? <laughs> Just in case anybody wants to go with you to Cluj. <laughs> it's not a piss up. That's yeah, all you need to know. It's, it's yeah. fine. Let's just get on with the shot. He drinks before he gets on the plane. Mm. All right, let's uh, go back to Manchester United. They're through mm. to the last 16 of the Champions League. Mm. That was the takeaway yeah. from their 1 0 win against <laughs> Young Boys. And it's amazing just that. Put us all out of our misery. Qualify with the games to spare. That's just not the story. <laughs> no. It's just way down the list of why anyone's even talking no. about Another this. clean sheet at home. Yep. Three points. Qualified for the last 16. Can someone just absolutely pump Man United? <laughs> yeah. Just do them in. You know, do them you know they're going to get like Porto or Schalke in the next yeah. round. Yeah. And yeah. they're going to, they'll either go out with a whimper like they did against Sevilla <laughs> yeah. or they'll, they'll squeeze through. But you're right. They, they deserve to yeah. get, no, they'll get through like a Chris Smalling scuffed header. Yeah. 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 They, they deserve to get Juventus or somebody <laughs> in the next round. You know? yeah. uh, but Fellaini uh, came up but with they a won't good get Juventus, will they? <laughs> Well, yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> in, uh, and they beat them in yeah, they just anyway. Anyway. Barcelona. That's what I should yeah. have said. That's what I should have said. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jose Mourinho, he threw down the water bottles in celebration. Mm. Was it celebration? Or was it just, hey, look what I'm doing, everyone. Yeah. Don't look at anything Attention. that happened on the pitch for the last 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a strange one, wasn't it? I felt sorry for a couple of fans who got some water on them. Yeah. Really? Yeah, a couple of fans had to jump out the way. That was, was it definitely water or was it? <laughs> Oh, that's true. Whatever it was, it was an energy drink. It was liquid they didn't want on them. Mm. <laughs> okay, and we'll leave that there. I mean, it was it was a, another drab performance, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. they, they, it's not that like they didn't make chances, but Rashford put one over the bar early on, didn't he? And it's, I mean, it was not scathing of that. But it's not, what I was talking you know. about in the toilet, Jim. <laughs> Rashford's finishing. I tell you what, what, can't they make Paul Skulls happy? No one can. That's true. I don't think they can. <laughs> yeah, you sort of always kind of normal or yeah. sad. The only way to make Paul Skulls happy. happy is deliver a corner just outside the box. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way. It's, it's yeah. bread and butter for that man. Or I like this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, if, when that happens on FIFA, you have to try it every time. Oh, yeah, even oh, though you know it's not going to go in. I bet he can every time. Yeah. I bet he scores every single time. Well, do you remember that amazing, uh, that really fun story? Because it was when Paul Scholes retired, everyone made a big point of how amazing he was, blah, blah, blah. Which is fair. Which is fair, uh-huh. yeah. But they weren't saying it while he was playing, which which is also fair. Well. As much. Um, when Ronaldo joined yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was and he was doing all these like stepovers and stuff and Paul Scholes. This is one of my favourite stories and Paul Scholes went, right, hit that tree over there. Mm. Um, it, like it was right over the other side it's of in the, a different the county pitch, different county um, and Cristiano Ronaldo like had about five shots you know ten shots at it couldn't manage it Paul Scholes hit it three times out of three <laughs> shots incredible and then Ronaldo spent the rest of the training just trying to hit this tree yeah who <laughs> had the last go. laugh um, I don't really Do you know think, I think they both laughed they together. both laughed I don't equally think Paul Scholes yeah. laughed no. yeah. <laughs> alright then he well, it's fun noise it may be a little smirk from Scholes mm. uh, Fellaini said that the gloomy atmosphere surrounding a club is harder to play in we've noticed well, we've noticed but well it's gloomy when you shed all your hair off now so it'll be less gloomy yeah, that's I mean, true. He's, you can he's, see more it's a lovely goal though I mean yeah, I know I mean, a little touch of the hand yeah I think you know they've got but it was a great there. finish it was a really it was a very slick finish yeah, like showing feel, Lukaku how it's done yeah I felt <laughs> a bit um, I suppose sad for Fellaini because people immediately start saying and you know us as well but oh yeah Fellaini the wrecking ball comes on mm. blah, blah, blah. No, that was a real class yeah, I mean, he's obviously you know he's got more to his game than that yeah I mean, maybe this. He dug him out massively. Oh, well, he, as he has done yeah. so many times. He's Mourinho's secret weapon, isn't he? It's not a secret anymore. No, yeah, well, quite. Yeah, just Mourinho's weapon. <laughs> um, when he really should have more. Um, but yeah, yeah I just. Oh, he's indicative of a wide, wider problem, isn't it? The fact that he's having to rely on Fellaini every of single course. time to dig his, dig, dig his mm. team out. Yeah, of course. He did yeah, it against yeah. so many teams this season. Indeed. Uh, well, will Fellaini start against Southampton? That is yeah. the question. Southampton knocked out the Carabao Cup on penalties against Leicester this week. Mark Hughes claimed that VAR got a decision wrong 
after they were denied a late winner. He loves a moan, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he's been he's been sharing the moans around, hasn't he? He gave one to Austin, which is quite nice. Uh, Southampton to win this match is 3-1 with bet 365. £10 returning, 40 quid, uh, including stake. I'd go for that, to be honest. 3-1, 3-1. I, ima- I, Im- I can imagine kind of uh, taking it, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see Claude Puel says he's got plans on how to beat Man City in the quarterfinal of the Cup? I like that. It was, I, 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 sort of, I envisage Claude Puel rubbing his hands and going, yeah. I've got a plan for them. <laughs> I don't think Man City will be scared. But there we are. You never know your luck. Uh, Chelsea, the host Fulham. Will Fulham simply target Jorginho and watch the three points come rolling in? <laughs> uh, let's see how easy try. Imagine like, if that's it. Imagine if that literally is built on a pack of cards yeah. and Fulham do that. And Chelsea like, I, just, I don't know oh my what. God. Uh, yeah. Apparently Sari met them all individually to yeah. speak to them. He said, just a, just a five to ten minutes each. And uh, and chat to them as <clears throat> as to what went wrong mm. against Spurs and why it was so flat. And he says I don't think many of them knew. And that's worrying. that would worry you. Yeah, me but a I bit. mean that's exactly what Sarri's been saying, yeah. isn't he? That he needs to get to the bottom of it, and he doesn't understand why there was such a massive difference in that performance. And it's it's fair because mm. Chelsea have been far better than they showed. Well, they were on a great one, a great run, and then they lost. Mm. Yeah, Fulham were on a dreadful run, and then they won. <laughs> I mean, so, as the tide turned in West London, it's unlikely. <laughs> um, but always, always keep a watch of the river down that part. There, so, sorry said. The sorry said that uh, Angola Conte, Conte um, can't play the role that Jorginho performs for Chelsea. Good that he was watching though. Good that he was watching the yeah. match. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that, that he about can't 10 be Jorginho. <laughs> yeah. It's a funny one, isn't it? Because I mean, I think this might be a little bit of like Premier League bias, but a lot of people are, are jumping to the conclusion that Sarri's um, badly misusing um, Kante or doesn't understand mm. his, his qualities, mm. which there's probably some truth in. But at the same time, just because Kante's you know, been such a good player in the, in the past, it doesn't mean that he's infallible. Mm. And, you know, do, players do have to adapt to new systems. So Yeah, I agree. I think, I think that the way Chelsea have played, you know, and Sarri was, was honest and said, look, this, this, I knew there were problems and some Chelsea fans thought, well, we thought we had a hiding coming, you know, from, from a side who were going to maybe figure us out. But Jorginho's played, he's been brilliant so far this season in, in, in that role. And I think Kante, you know, if they play the three in midfield, it might be slightly more of a flat three or or, or two slightly in front of Jorginho. You know, I, 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 it's, as you say, just getting a bit used to. I mean, people praised Sari. It was only weeks ago that Chelsea have, um, you know, to, taken on his uh, system and his tactics and all the rest of it and adapted very, very quickly to a big change. You know, so, so it wasn't that long ago Chelsea had been praised for this. Now mm. it's kind of like, oh my goodness, what is Sarri mm. doing? You know, Kante this, Kante that. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that... Keep... Pair him up with drink water. Mm. Well, Sarri. Get his there. Yeah, that's right. Blimey. Well, well Sarri said that he will always play with a, what he called a technical central midfielder in the centre, so it will either be Jorginho or Fabregas. Yes, well, you do don't. forget about Drinkwater, yeah. don't you? Flipping heck. Don't tell people that, though. I, think, I, think, I will always play with this. Yeah, but I think people will figure that out because they'll just glance <laughs> at his tactics at Napoli and then at Chelsea so far, and that, that's what they'll see. Are we looking forward to seeing Mitrovic hopefully up against David Luiz, assuming that he isn't dropped? I mean, D- David Luiz isn't suddenly terrible. He's still yeah. a very good footballer. Yeah, there's, there is always this narrative around him, isn't there? Any anytime anything, I know. But if you if you David Luiz and you, you you're under the cosh a bit after yeah. last week, do you, you want don't someone, don't want someone in your ear? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult. Well, a uh, draw with uh, bet three six five is thirteen to two, ten quid uh, returning, seventy five quid, uh, including stakes. So yeah, there you are. Right, let's, honors even. Let's move on to the big one. It's thirteenth 
versus 14th. It's Newcastle versus West Ham. Both are on 12 points. Low-scoring Newcastle against high-conceding West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The, what is it? The immovable object versus the whatever? The, the very movable object. <laughs> that's, that's such an apt description of it. <laughs> Who's going to move first? If there is going to be any <laughs> movement at all, they're going to retreat into the time. <laughs> they're in the time, lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, the fans, are, the Newcastle fans, of course, are planning an 11th minute walk-in on Saturday to protest against that chap, Mike Ashley. Yeah, I mean, that might work. Out of all the protests, I think that might work. Yeah, but we look forward to that one. <laughs> but you are just, again, the, the fans lose out every time. I know, but, you know, short-term But this is one of the more manageable game. ones yeah. that you'd kind well, of Well, I don't know, aren't you playing into West Ham's... Um, um, aren't you giving West Ham an advantage effectively Ham. by... Uh, giving shambles at times. Yeah, but if you put them in a really weird stadium atmosphere, like yeah. what they're used to, well, you could say, <laughs> that, gonna, you gonna... say that when they, when England played in an empty stadium and didn't do very well. I'm just so saying, it could be weird. West could Ham be. might have an advantage there. They, they might be they might be spooked out. I mean, it's not like West Ham is the you know blueprint for a successful stadium. <laughs> no, so they're probably exactly. used to they're probably used to dealing with strange atmospheres. So, yeah, you're probably right. Come out and go. Where are all the fans? And West Ham are used to that. They <laughs> can't even see the fans. <laughs> the London Stadium is so far away. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, Newcastle have actually won three in a row. In yeah. the league, it's very strange, isn't it? It's like, I, I hang on, let me thought, count this out. Count this uh, out. Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember them winning last time, but the one before that, and then it's been a big international <laughs> break and stuff. Ah, that's what on. it is. Yeah, is this the time though, Peter? Because it is a winnable game for Newcastle West Ham yeah. at home, and West Ham will fancy three points as well. Is this the time that Benitez puts on the burners and they, leaves, they, he leaves <laughs> the other relegation fodder in his dust? He does not have burners. No, that's... he has maybe burner phones in which he rings mm-hmm. up other clubs to ask if they've got any <laughs> vacancies. Because that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, well, they burned Burnley, of course, didn't they? They Two, did. One. They did, and that yeah. was a really hard-fought win. <laughs> yeah, no, not so much burning. Miss, but, uh... A slow burner. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was a really hard-fought win. I thought um, Newcastle had their chances. But again, when you t- you know, Rondon, he held up the ball all right and stuff. They brought on Hosselu, and God, that man, he, he really is a shitty striker. Again, he can <laughs> hold up the ball, but oh, man. He, he, he was one-on-one with the keeper and just you know, put it against the post. It was kind of disappointing to see because I would have liked to have seen him score. Mm-hmm. Ah, Benitez man. likes him for his hold-up play, presumably. Yeah, but now we've got Rondon. Again. Sort of fit. And they like Rondon because of his heading hold ability. And hold-up play. <laughs> Again, I mean, it's why on earth did he get goals. rid of Mitrovic? It's <laughs> 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 ridiculous. Absolutely but I think, ridiculous. But I, I think you'll see a, a much sterner um, uh, test for Newcastle United than with Burnley. I think West Ham, off the back of that Man City loss, mm. I think they're going to be looking to get, get some goals in. But... They've, yeah. they've got some misses. That remains mm. to be seen. There we are. Um, right. Is it time for our best bet with Bet365? It is time for our best bet with Bet365. Pete Carter, it's time. Mm. We're into end game. He's on to his third. He's had two wins. Um, yeah, pretty incredible uh, uh, record for the young man. Uh, he's gone for um, Liverpool to be winning uh, at half-time and also full-time, which is very interesting. He's mm. gone for the hat-trick. He's gone for the hat-trick. It's hat a trick. smart one, that. It's a smart one, yeah. Uh, £50 are returning, £100 including steak for prostate cancer at uh, evens. You have to be over the age of 18 to bet. For more info on responsible gambling, please go to begambleaware.org. And we, oh, we hope he gets in. Mm. It's we a, hope it, it gets in. I'll tell you something. He... 
this this is this is history. This could be history. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, right do you want him to win? Because you were very anti anyone retaining the Champions League, weren't yeah. you, Marcus? You didn't like that idea. It's a very different thing. You want to share it around? <laughs> I'm, I'm more than happy for a man to to win a bet for so this is money big, can I go don't to know charity. How it is. The status is similar in my mind. Yeah, this is like very much like the J League. Anyone can win it. <laughs> exactly. Or the or the um, couple of Bertadores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, any, anyone won't win it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So exactly. Good luck. Good luck. All right, and now it's game time with Pete. Pete Donaldson. It is time for game time. Pete Donaldson. I don't have a tune, but play the the. You know, have you got a jingle for that, Pete? All right, that's the one, isn't it? If we don't have a jingle, there we go. Have you got a little jingle for that, Pete? There it is. Have you there got a little is. jingle for that, Pete? Have you got a little jingle for that? No, I've not got a jingle. No, no we haven't got a jingle. For God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what happens here is I've got a list of football players, and you guys have to name some teams what they've played for. And uh, you kind of an inter challenge, in inter sort of species challenge uh-huh. that is species. thrown down. Uh, <laughs> a gauntlet is thrown down each shout each time. <laughs> You're from Essex. Marcus is from Surrey. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, fair enough. Two very different species. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you were listening last week, you'll know how this uh, goes. Your first player, gentlemen, and this one goes to uh, Marcus because I think I went gym first last yeah. time. Champion start. <laughs> Peter Crouch. Oh. Ooh. Ten unique clubs. How many can you name? Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, ooh, that were, they were some odd noises. Mm. Oh, really odd thinking noises. Ooh, Seven. 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 That's big. That's big potatoes, isn't it? Yep. It is big potatoes. Hmm. How long have I got to think about this? I've got to think about it. So. It's better. The yeah. quicker we do it, the better for the listeners. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I can match that. Well, uh, then say you can't, Jim. Shut up. <laughs> uh, no, go on then. All right. Let's have wow. you seven. All right, let's have you seven. Portsmouth, Southampton. What, steady. Slow it down so I can count. Yes. Go on. Portsmouth, Correct. Southampton. That's two. Yes. All right. QPR. Correct. Liverpool. Correct. Tottenham Hotspur. Correct. Um... Uh, uh, I, did I, I said Liverpool. You did. Yes. Aston Villa. Correct. And Stoke. Correct. There we You've go. Got, it. got any, any more? Um, didn't play for Coventry, did he? Yeah, Coventry was in my head. I don't think he did. He didn't play for Coventry. No, I, I'm oh, glad. I, oh, yeah, strange. He played for uh, IFK Hasselholm and also Dulwich Hamlet on loan and Norwich City as well. Well, all oh, right, I was there. Yeah, it would have right. been difficult. <laughs> wow, I forgot <laughs> Southampton. That's that was yeah. yeah. So that's one to uh, Marcus. Strong start, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, very good. Uh, so the next one goes to um, me, Jim Ford. <laughs> Quite fittingly, James Rodriguez. Oh, that's tricky. Mm. That is tricky. He's played for Three. six six unique clubs. <laughs> Three, I know for definite. Mm. Um, oh, could you make four though? I don't think I could even guess at the name of a Colombian club. That's the, that's the problem. That's how I'd get my fourth. <laughs> I'm just going to go three, yeah. Yeah, all right. No, four. Four, yeah, four. Whoa! Marcus, can you match? Sorry, or rather, can you beat that? I certainly cannot. <sighs> so, Jim, let's have you four. Go so, on, Monaco. Correct. Porto. Correct. Real Madrid. Well played, Correct. Well Bayern Munich. Correct. Well played. Yes. Envergado, well played. Envergado and Banfield as yes. well. Ah, oh, Banfield. Cool. Very good. It was Porto, I've forgotten. Mm. Yeah. I, mean, I was hoping you were going to go for it. Then when you said it decisively, <laughs> I thought, hey, sounds like he's got it, but I certainly cannot yeah. to <laughs> outdo that. 
Well. Quite a strong start, I think you'll agree, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. If you're still listening. <laughs> go on, Petey. I, what I you for, got for me? I forget how this sort of uh, works. Does, do we, go, we just go to three, don't we? Whoever gets the three, pretty much. Yeah, best yeah. of five. <laughs> All right. You can have Lothar Mateus. <laughs> Lothar Mateus? Lothar Mateus. Oh. Uh, Six clubs. That's very difficult. It is difficult, mm. isn't it? Uh, I suppose there's, there's, a, there's a fair bit of guesswork. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> I've got two. Well, knock yourself out then, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, two. Two. Jim? Nope. Inter and Bayern Munich. Correct. Ah, I forgot Inter. Yeah. Richard uh, Monk, Monk, uh, Blad, uh, Gladbach. I never said that, bloody name. Monk, Monk, Gladbach. <laughs> what? So you must just put like a noise in the middle of it. Uh, Metro Stars and FC Herzegonerach. Yeah, so, I should have uh, remembered Inter there. <laughs> <laughs> and it, so what it, was was the, it was the Metro Stars that uh, did you. Right. Cool. I snuck through there. Yeah. That was yeah. The strong start is <laughs> we're showing our fatigue already. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Marcus could get to um, three with the next one and close the game down. You mm. need this, Jim. You, you need, need this, Jim. It's sudden death for Jimmy. Yeah. Kevin Phillips. Ten. Ooh, ten, ten, clubs. Ten, ten. Ten clubs. Well, blimey. Mm. I mean, plenty of opportunities. Presumably, here, guys. you've got one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had another one and I've already forgotten it. <laughs> Bloody Nora. That's weird, isn't it? Isn't it? Should be able to... Oh. Yeah, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of it them are lower league, though. A lot yeah, of them are well, kind this of... this is it, isn't it? Not necessarily. Oh, really? Don't start giving the clues. I'm not giving the clues. Interesting. All right, I'm going to go for three. He's got a lot of goals, He did, he? didn't he? What a player. A lot of goals. What a finisher. Yeah, I'm going to go for goals. three. You're going to go for three. top that? Uh, it's really poor of me, but I don't think I can. Really? Because you've got three with this one. You could win. No, but I need, to, I need to go four. You've got four, yeah. Yeah. Other Kevin than, Phillips. Other than Sunderland. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten that one. <laughs> Go on, Jim. Hit us with three. <laughs> All right. So, Sunderland, obviously. Um, yes. Birmingham Correct. City. Correct. Oh, well played. Um, God. Hmm. QPR? Marcus has got that point. Oh. He's won it. Derby was one. No. Oh. oh, so Marcus would have muffed it up anyway, but Marcus wins the game. Oh, Jim skied it over got? the bar. <laughs> Baldock Town, Watford, Sunderland, Southampton, Aston Villa, Southampton, West Brom, Birmingham, Blackpool, Crystal Palace, and Leicester City. God. Yeah, 2014, you were still playing. Southampton, I rejected it, as a sort of guess. <laughs> oh, man. My fan, the, the, the tiebreaker player was going to be uh, Simon Mignolet. Anybody fancy a quick crack? Simon Mignolet. Um, I, I know two off the top of my head. Yeah, same. <laughs> All right, yeah. You're not going to get on. St. No. Trudent. Oh, was it just save, three? Save him, save him for later. Was it just three? Was it just <laughs> three? three? <laughs> <laughs> and what is the link between uh, Peter Crouch, Simon Mignolet, James Rodriguez, Lothar Mateus, Kevin Phillips? Olympic All Leon. Footballers. <laughs> All footballers. They didn't all play for Lyon. Uh, say that again. I, li- I like this link. Yeah, yeah extra link. Little. On, what, what is the link between Kevin Phillips, Lothar Mateus, James Rodriguez, Simon Mignolet, and Peter Crouch? I don't know. All played in in the Netherlands. Incorrect. Marcus, you're going back to Sunday school. They were all apostles. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete. I'm angry at that. Yeah. 
<laughs> so will your pasta, sunshine. So will your pasta. You suddenly became very sort of a lock stock thing. <laughs> I'm angry at that. I'm disappointed. <laughs> and when I'm angry, <laughs> things get broken. <laughs> Apostles, you say. Apostles. Right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Bet365. It's been an absolute pleasure. Next week, Luke Moore is back. He's going to be back in the studio. Whoa. But until then, say goodbye, Pete Donaldson. See you later, guys. Say goodbye, Jim Campbell. See ya. It's goodbye from me, you beauties. This was a Radio Stakhanov production.